coming up on episode 33 of the Helly Years podcast. We take a trip to the six and spend some time talking Drake. That's right. We're going to revisit his classic album, Take Care. We're going to talk about the motto. We're going to share some stories and we're going to have a good time talking about Drake. We're also going to talk a little bit about our goals for the Hell of Years podcast and how we plan to stay motivated and stay focused and stay on our grind for 2023. It's a great episode. Thank you so much for tapping in. The Hell of Years podcast episode 33 starts right now. Yeah, man. It's Wednesday night. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Hell of Years podcast. Yes, Peace sir. and love. What's up, everybody? My name is Zach Woodruff. What's up, uh, we're gonna hang out. Got the homies, the HY family here on a Wednesday night. Really, that's all we're doing. We're hanging out. You can hang out with us. We do this every Wednesday night. We talk music, we talk hip hop, we talk wellness, we talk brotherhood. And I got all my brothers with me tonight. My brother to my right, Big Filet is in the building. Gotta say what's up to you, man. How what's are you today? Up, brother, how you doing? Man, it's good, man. What's happening? What's happening, bro? How was your day? Oh, uh, bro. I mean, very busy. Okay. Doing a lot of work. You know, I mean, my, my buddy uh, Derek the Diver is out of town right now, so I've been holding it down for the team. So I've been very busy right Shout now. Shout out to yeah. Derek the Diver. What's up, maintain? How you feeling tonight, bro? What it is, fam? I'm good, brother. Yeah, good man. Day. You had a good day. You've had a good uh, couple of days, man. I ain't really checked in with y'all since I was just out there in Disneyland. You, you had a good weekend, and everything is going smooth for you right now. It's been good, man. I've been riding on cloud nine since like my birthday, bro. I'm yeah, man. <laughs> we got lots to talk about. Lots to that, catch up on. Thing. Yeah, Tone Tech, man. What's going on with you, boss? How you feeling tonight, man? The mustache is looking <laughs> saucy. Very stashy. You know, you know, you know, you know how we do it, man. Hey, you know, just been focusing, dude. Long days for me. We're uh, we're getting ready for well, we're we're in the uh, state playoffs right now. So, man, we just putting that working on the field. You know how we do, man. That's fantastic. The playoffs, man. We're going to have to talk about that in yes, a little sir. bit, man. That's a good thing, man. So, yeah, I just yeah. got back from uh, Disneyland. Yeah. How was that? It was cool, man. You know how I get down, man. You're like a professional out there, bro. I kind of am. And so me and Heather and the kids, like, we go every year, right? And then we took our um, Heather's brother and his wife, my brother and sister-in-law, uh, Paula Pam, and then my nephews, Ben and Will. Uh, they're 10 and 15. Okay. Uh, Ben is 15, Will is 10. They've never been on a plane, never been, yeah, out to Disneyland. <laughs> All right. So we got to make that happen, and it was uh, fantastic, man. Wait, yeah, so. Yeah, for let, real. Let's talk I said about that correctly. Feeling. Let's talk about the plane flight, because I saw a post from him. Oh, yes. Okay. That said, the plane smelled like doo-doo. Oh, you guys. Listen, like, have y'all, okay, here's the thing, right? I feel like, I feel like everybody, like, rips ass on airplanes. <laughs> Right. And it's just a crapshoot on like how like how intense it is by the person near you. I'm not going to lie. I do it. <laughs> I, no, no regards for my neighbors. If it's happening, it's happening. It's a two and a half hour flight. What do you, what do you expect? Right. I'm gassy. OK, I've done it. Just before. ate some eggs and shit right before I got on the plane. It's breakfast time. Damn. Hey, yeah. Gassy. But this this somebody, man, it was intense. It was bad. It's how we started. And there's so many spots in Disneyland that smell good. But then there's so many spots that smell like straight shit, too, when you're in line. Like there are many spots 
And I think it's just the people right. ripping ass all around you. Did you, did, you, <laughs> did your family enjoy shitty people? What's that? Did your family enjoy their time? At I Disney? think so, man. It was great. The only thing is Zach was hella sick, and then my sister Pam, she started to get hella sick, oh, and then no. the, yeah, hella sick too. I was like, oh, these oh, motherfuckers got COVID. Oh, fuck. they didn't. They didn't. You fucked up, bro. This automatic COVID. <laughs> yeah. Have In my head, I was already oh, plotting how they needed to just be, be quiet on the plane, be like, Shh, don't say that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Now that would fuck it up though, because you know old Nurse Zach would be like, "We can't fly now, gonna have to rent a car and drive all the way back." God damn. Yeah, it's all good though. It was a good time though. I I, I had a good time. Um, I guess real quick, Tone Tech man, you were just saying something about the playoffs, man. Get us up to speed yeah, on bro. on what's going yeah. on with that. So uh, in Oregon, they take the uh, top thirty-two teams in six A, which is the highest division of uh, schools for football. And this year was something new. They actually took teams 1 through 16 and they play for the state championship and team 17 through 32 they play for what is now called the columbia cup it is something brand new in a football for oregon and we were team number 17 so we are the highest seeded team in the columbia cup division okay we, uh, ran through our uh, team was it reynolds the raiders 35-0 last week we have clackamas this week man and um we are trying to do something that's never been done before, which is win a Columbia Cup championship. That would be tight. So we are uber focused. The Columbia Cup. The old Dope. Columbia Cup. Good old Columbia Cup. You guys would be the first team to win it if you guys ever yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. Ever. Well, good luck to you. Good guys. luck in the that's, Columbia that's Cup. Yeah, man. All right. Well, I'm excited for y'all. That's Appreciate that's fantastic. That. Shout out to my brother Trot out there on the other side of the world. He's saying that raft ride looked like a good time. Now, let me tell y'all just a little bit what he's talking about. Because I, I took a video when we went on this. There's this ride called the Grizzly River Run. Yeah. And it's like a like a big circle raft that you sit in. There's like eight seats. Yeah. And that shit just goes down like yeah. the wild ass river, right? right, right, right. The, the water be bow, just beginning you hella wet. Hella but wet. we stayed at the Grand Californian, which is like right across the little walkway. It has its own private entrance. So we just went and put our swimsuits on. And then I grabbed the GoPro and we went and rode the ride and then we went right back to the pool. Oh, you split through like that? It was it fucking like baller. It was it was excellent. <sighs> In fact, baller as last week. If y'all ain't checked it, I pre-recorded a little episode about Disneyland. I talked about it and gave you some tips on how you could stay at this hotel. This motherfucking hotel is great. It's expensive as shit though, dude. It's well, a G ball every night. Thou wow. Thou wow. Yeah. Full stack. An experience of a lifetime, though. Yeah, but twice a year, there's a way you can get in half off. So you got to watch last week's episode if you want to know how. Oh yeah! yeah. Hey, go check out the episode. This guy won't even tell. That's us. last week. All right. So this tonight guy. we're gonna talk about Drake. We're gonna revisit and talk a little bit about his. I feel like it's one of his best albums. He's got a lot of great albums. Uh, but Take Care came out in 2011. And, um, you know, we've got some thoughts on it we're going to share with you guys. Yeah. I'm going to go around the table. We're all going to kind of reflect on that and then just kind of broaden the conversation to just about Drake as, as an artist, as uh, just where, where he stands in his legacy. So, um, you know, we'll talk a little bit about the album, but that's kind of just leading to a big discussion on Drake. And then we'll we'll also come back and then have a little discussion just with the four of us on uh, how we want to be successful and how we're going to kind of hold each other accountable to get towards some of these goals we have for 2023. We've been doing a lot of forecasting and brainstorming and where we want to go. And we want y'all to be a part of that, too, and kind of want to share a few of those things. And Filet and I were talking earlier this evening about um, Drake's first like 
Well, he had a project called Comeback Season. Right. It was dope. But then he had a mixtape right. called So Far Gone that it is it might be one of his best albums even right. though it's a mixtape right Agreed. but there's a song on there with trey songs called successful that <sighs> it's crazy we can all revisit that if you have never listened to that song it's it's an incredible piece of right. music but Please um i think i want to i want to bring that episode uh this episode kind of into that right. space I a agree. little bit later so yeah. that's kind of what we got playing hold tight it's the hell years podcast hip hop and wellness right here it's the hell years podcast all right, filet, man. Yes, sir. I'm going to you first, bro. Yeah, let's talk about it. Drizzy. Drizzy. Thoughts? Well, let's see, man. I got introduced to this guy. Big shout out to Lil Feezy. Lil Fats. Yeah. Coast to coast. Coast What's to up, coast, mix tapes. You know what I'm saying? We was listening to this guy in the basement. I just want to be successful. Probably about five million times. No, I'm just kidding. A lot is what you're but saying. a lot, right? And so, bro, we listened to this song so many times that I'm like, who is this guy, bro? Who is this guy, Zach? We don't know. Right. We don't know. The world doesn't know. The world didn't know. They were starting to learn. Right. Because at this time, we looked at this. Mm -hmm. Music was what we call dry. It was. It was a dry time. It was a dry time in music. Like 07, 08, 09? Like, right. There was, was nothing. Happening? Like there, I mean, music was coming out, but we want to call this like, I think this is what we're going to call the ringtone era. Sure. That works for right? me. Right? Like people were Y'all like, remember that? Yeah, when like, it was just like, ringtones like and shit singles, all over? Singles were coming out. Music was being right. played. Well, and what was the landscape was changing off of radio into the internet. Right. Very true. Into the phones. Into, into the Into that immediate gratification right. of I just need this hot song right now. Right. Right. Getting right. away from albums and right. shit. Right. Very true. Right. And so. Quick, quick five seconds. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Five seconds. Yes. Exactly. That's, that's all you got. Back right. Then. And, and so it's still the same. And then you have this guy, yeah, from Toronto, from Canada, who who you play in Degrassi. Well, he was an actor, right? Right. We got the like in the wheelchair, wheelchair Jimmy, yeah. right? Oh, wheelchair yeah. Jimmy. Okay. Right. I've never seen the show. I know nothing about it. Was it like a like a ABC after school kind of special kind I of show so. like that? Yeah, yeah it was like a like, teen drama it type. Was right. Something that completely missed me. Right, For I didn't. Sure. I had never checked that one out. Right, but he could rap. Okay, and now this guy comes by storm with this mixtape. He had a mixtape before. That's that. what I'm saying. Comeback season. Comeback season. But and there's a slap, couple of slaps on there that. Yeah, he did. He did. I want I, you probably know about this. Maintain. He he also did that one that Guapale did. That uh closer. Closer. Yeah. Like he flipped that one right. as well. And I don't. I think she probably did it first. And I'm guessing he just took it and like that did his Black thing. Blackberry Drake. It was that's who the, that's <laughs> that was. That's Blackberry Drake. Blackberry Drake. So maintain. Let me let me ask you because I feel like you're always in the know. You've always been your ears out there on the streets. And what do you remember about like Drake when he was coming out? Like how did how did he come across your plate? I was in Get a Clue. Downtown. Get a Clue. Get Shout a out clue. to Get a Clue. I, they're still open, I'm bro. Feeling it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're still pushing. They got good stock too. They do. Dig it though. This dude's rapping and he says hyphy. And I'm like, who is that? And the DJ was like, that's Drake. And to this day, I can't find that song. 
Drake was, said hyphy. Drake's. No Get way. the fuck out of here. No fucking way. I can't believe that. Yeah. I need to. But I believe it because you, you know, if you heard it, I believe it. Yes, and we'll talk about Bay influence later. Let me ask you this, Tone Tech man. When did Drake first come across your ears? Like when? When did you start feeling Drake? And it was about, you know, 2008, 2009. He was dropping those mixtapes, you know, mixtape Drake. Um, so Far Gone had an album. I'm looking at it right now. And it was called uh, a track called Little Bit with uh, Leaky Lie or some shit like that, dude. That that really caught my my ear. You know, he also had, you know, Best I Ever Had, you know, Unstoppable. That uh, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, Lust for Life type shit. Like, I was getting into that shit, man. Right. Um, I was DJing. We're hitting clubs. And I'm trying to play that like in the early, early hours when no one knew him, but I wanted just to put that shit out there, man. So, bro, I'm successful. Was catch was here, bro. Yeah. For a minute now. Your mic is cutting a little bit in and out, so just let's we've got to work on that too. But the, here's the thing. Right. Cause I feel like you just kind of slid over your like best I ever had and named some other records too. And yes, there was a lot of slaps on So Far Gone. Yes. But and successful is probably my favorite record on there. But best I ever had was like the single, the single that kind of took Drake so and mash over, right? Like that. Be, why? Because the ladies felt that one. Well, well we know where. Yes. Period. But, period. But, period. But successful. Stop That's why. But successful. That's why. Successful. The ladies felt <laughs> and, and the dudes thing. felt. What it is. But the video was. The vid, so the, which one? Because the first video, right? Did, did they do a second one? Because they did, Kanye pr- directed the video, Kanye right? Directed. Kanye, Kanye directed it, and it was on some cornball shit. I think like it didn't come out like like it was not the, the video of videos. No way, I swear. Am I am am, am I wrong? I did Maytain? not know this. Didn't Kanye direct the first video? I know there was one with a whole lot of women in it for that record. <laughs> right. That's the that one. That was probably the second one. That's the one that I'm referring to. I don't know what you remember. That's the one that I yeah. remember. That's what I remember. Hey, my brother Vard, Barduch is tapped in right now, man. What's up, brother? And uh, he was just saying that, uh, just talking about um, Drake being back in, in, in at the Palms out there in Vegas in 09 and whatnot, right? And he right. was just walking around. Right. And was and right? He wasn't known like that. And I'm guessing that's probably where they recorded the motto. Because I think he said, Me, Franny, and Molly Mall at the Cribbo. And they're probably right. at the mall spot. Right. And what, what right? the crazy part is. And is that right, Vard? I think that's Vegas. that was in Vegas, right? And we know Molly Mall. Had to be. In Vegas <laughs> had to be. <laughs> it's so funny, too. Because I remember before Mall moved out to Vegas and was like, Boots. Y'all should come out to Vegas because I'm finna go get some hoes and we're just gonna fucking tear the whole city down. Nobody's got it unlocked. <laughs> Literally said, that's what I'm gonna do. Boots. Come on out here. Boots. I got the same vocal. Yeah, I know. So like I went out there for like one weekend to like kick back. Listen. And he's like, which whip do you wanna take? And like, this is before he had like the Maybox and yeah, the, the uh, Bentleys and this, the Ferrari. This, this was, was like Escalade, Escalade and, and, Jaguar. and the Jaguar. <laughs> And I was like, let me match the Escalade, right? So I just go match the Escalade on 24s That's around. That's what I took to yeah. <laughs> I remember one time he came over to my house, man, pulled out like 200 stacks banded up. And I was like, "Okay, bro, that's a lot of money. Okay, I got to tell you this story then. God. All right, you want to hear this story? Yeah. So one time I went to his house in, uh, in Sacramento, and he had this, this giant parrot. 
<laughs> I can't make this shit up. Hey, he's known for the listen. Animals, listen, yep. this nigga had this giant parrot. This parrot was like two feet tall, and I'm like, bro, why you got that parrot, bro? That's a big ass parrot, bro. It was huge. It, it came out the wild, bro. It was huge. Okay? Yeah, he's like, bro, this is my parrot Sarge. I'm like, bro. That thing is huge, bro. <laughs> He's like, let me put her on your shoulder. I'm like, hell no, hell bro. Nah. Bro, you know how you know how, you know how he is, bro. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. They, they, they'll be fine. They're he not gonna peck you or nothing. It's good. Thing. He put the fucking yeah. thing on my. Oh, fucking we lost shoulder. tech, man. He put the fucking thing on my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. And I start freaking out. The Did fucking bird, bro. Yeah. He start fucking trying to fucking bite me and shit. And I'm fucking freaking out. Oh, here comes something. And fucking Sarge is trying to fucking, fucking bro. Sarge. He fucked up my shirt and everything, bro. <laughs> Damn. And he Sarge fucking grabbed me. He's like, bro, Sarge. He's like, bro, Sarge wasn't gonna fucking Sarge wasn't gonna bite you. I'm like, bro, Maul, you put this fucking two foot ass fucking parrot from fucking the wild yeah on my fucking shoulder bro that's crazy bro fuck you what's up mob hey what's up jb man we got all kinds of fucking, homies tapping in man molly Mall, hey, i know we we're gonna get to drake here in just a minute i'll share a fun little molly mall story molly Ball, that bro. same weekend out in vegas we go to some what's there there's like um it's like a mall but it's like at one of the uh hotels where it's like inside but it like the sky and shit is painted right. inside. It's like a Caesars or something, the yeah. Forum or some shit. You know what I'm talking about? Bellagio? Nah, I think it's at Caesars, right? Anyway, we were there and he had one of his, one of his ladies or something. She was sp- dropping like 20 stacks on a jacket for him. Right. That means $20,000 if y'all don't know what that means. So, right? right? And he's like, hey, he said, he said, he said, hey, you got to buy my homie something too. Which is you. (laughs) Which is me. And I got some other jacket that was like four stacks. That was like fucking with like a mink fucking hoodie, like leather and shit. Yeah, I felt dumb as fuck wearing it. I gave it to my big homie, Gary Trangy. I gave that, I slid that shit to him. Like, I can't, this don't look right, man. I don't look right in this. <laughs> I don't look. <laughs> That's the real story for that me. That shit is crazy, man. Bro, listen, bro. Our huh? lives were off the hook, bro. Yeah. This will put a fucking two-foot-ass fucking parrot <laughs> on me, bro. And I'm, to this day, I'm traumatized. I, right. By birds. I can't even at the zoo. I can't even go look at them. I got some no chickens out there. Go meet my chickens. <laughs> I'm cool with the chickens. They're yeah, on the ground. They're, they're tiny. But All I right. can't go look at fucking So parents. the reason we were just talking about the homie Molly Ma because he was back in Vegas uh, and, and around Drake and Franny right. and Var and all of them doing stuff in, the, in 2009, 2010 and whatnot. And then 2011, Take Care of the album comes out. And one of the biggest songs off that album obviously was the motto, right? Right. And Huge. I do think we should probably jump into some discussion on... On the motto, I'm a, I pushed the button right. I'm just gonna push that button. Hip hop and wellness. Right here. It's the Hell of Years podcast. That's called a sweeper, like we used to do yeah. already. I didn't actually mean to hit that, but I just bowed. That was dope. All right, so, um, it's a Bay song. Let's take Facts. the fuck. It sound like it's from the town. You know what I'm saying? That's so, a fact. I mean, let's let's start with you. Maintain the motto. Go. You listen to that record. I think. I think that super proves the point of me hearing him randomly say hyphy and fucking get a clue bro many years before that, that song, yeah bro. right but what that's one of the super reasons i'm a trey fan is how he shows love to northern california you feel me what he did for mac dre with that record but just continuing to keep 
his name alive it's a beautiful thing so you can't you probably can't tell me nothing bad about drake just off of motto. okay now what what did you what did you feel about wayne getting on that record made it even doper wayne been coming to the bay fuck around go listen to that e40 loyalty and betrayal and listen to little wayne go crazy yeah for sure you know, absolutely grow up on us like the rest of the world so when they show the, the love back i eat it up i love loyalty and betrayal man i love 40 water but I, I do love that album too i love what rick did on that one too that's the one behind gates on it too Maybe. right i think that's on yes. loyalty and betrayal okay so mm -hmm. we're gonna continue this conversation on the motto uh right. i want to touch on that they shot the video in the bay facts um at Treasure Island. Security. <laughs> Probably the last place I would choose to like be like, you know, we should go mob around Treasure Island. But I mean, he was out in the bay and there were some people that were appeared in the video and that was cool. Um, he obviously pays homage and shots out. Uh, one of the greatest of all time. Our friend, my homie. Uh, I got a lot of love for Mac Dre. Got to spend a lot of time with him. Remember when we got the fucking call, bro? Yeah. He was gonna be up here that Friday for that party, and that was I on know. a Tuesday when he passed. Call, bro. Um, I remember, bro. But he gives he gives love to Dre on the record. He gives love to Dre on the first song. On the first on fucking song, take care. Right. Says he yeah. wants them to love him like they love the Mac intro. Dre in the Bay, right? right. So, Filet, man, yes. your thoughts on uh, just the just bringing Mac Dre into this album, that song, the conversation, and just I, I it was a little surprising to me. Um, I, I'm with it because I love Mac Dre. I fuck with Mac Dre. Right, that's our fucking. But I was like, peoples. this is Drake, right? Showing who, love to Mac Dre. Who is Drake? Where, where did this come from? Right. Well, I think you know, like you and I were talking. I think he had some, uh, not you know anybody, but I think he just had some Bay influence with him while he was recording this album or. While he was writing these songs, I just can't put my finger on it so much, but definitely you could just feel just the Bay influence and just how the Bay is just intertwined into this. And if you are from the Bay, like we are, you can definitely feel it. And then all the way down to paying homage to us with the model song. And, and giving homage to Mac Drake because Dre at that time was huge. Yeah. Huge. If Dre was alive. Man, y'all don't even know. And if Dre, Dre, was, say, Dre knew it was coming if too. If Dre was alive. He knew it was coming. If Dre was alive at that yeah, time. For real. He would have been one of the biggest artists on the West He would have been right there with Drake, bro. I, I agree. On some like period. ill I, shit, period, I, right? I, I would, yep. I, the songs that would have been coming out at oh my poof, goodness, oh my fucking gosh, I know. It's crazy. So R.P. to my nigga. Uh, Drake did that with a uh, with Rapper Forte too. Rapper you know what Forte I'm got a Drake check. Yeah, and then uh, cause yeah. he like straight up just didn't he like kind of just use the same flow? Was it the like Forte's the, flow from uh, Players Club, right? right. Yeah. I'll say this though because we got a few of the homies from the Bay that's tapped not in. That's like growing up on something and fucking. For real, but maybe Kid or Var, maybe y'all know or have an idea, maybe where some of that influence, um, like all of a sudden, Where'd Drake is from? fucking with the Bay, right? 
He tough had to, though. He had to be fucking with somebody. Who's he fucking with? And here's the other thing: you don't you don't usually just go to another town and like do their sound and and like he get was, on like that. He was in the cult. He was he was in deep. Yeah, was someone. He was fucking with someone tough. Yeah, because Fabby like you. you or like, just music does that, bro. You You're think a that fan of some shit is gonna end up in you, bro? You don't always gotta have somebody. At all, bro. That's, That's interesting. Dog, that bro. is interesting. I feel that Heavy too, though. Too, too, right? You feel me? He did pay for it, Tay, for sure. He did. Because he's supposed to. You know what Drake does? He pays mm. everybody when he does that shit. Megan just got to check out the new album. Is that right? Did something with her. Yeah. People better start. So we need albums back with credits and shit so you can see what's going on. Man, don't you miss the yeah, album credits, dude? That was spoon. one of my favorite things. Like Whenever the new albums would come out, you bust open the jacket and then get in there and just look and see. I used to read, like, who mixed and engineered this shit? Like, where was this mastered at? Like, <laughs> Shout out. Where, wh shit. What studio did they right. record this in? Right. All that shit was interesting Facts. to me back me in the too. day. That's a fact. So The album art is what I miss, man. Oh, man. What did y'all think about the album art on Take Care? Did you like that little uh, sitting at the... I felt very Italian to me. What did Cocky. you think about that, Tone Tech, on the Take Care where he's just sitting at the table Man, in the corner booth? That was, like, very bossy to me, dude. That, like, took it back to a, a time when, hey, you know what? Not everybody has access to you. You're, you're doing your own thing. You're, yeah. You're sitting there. You're kind of secluded from everybody else. That's the vibe I got from it. It was very bossy. Oh, look, Domino is tapping in, man. And he's he is thrown into the conversation that, that Drake made his way to the Bay through Ooh, Jay Prince, which does make that sense because Jay Prince is, is tied into everything That's and everyone, fact. right? That would make a lot of sense. And like he's saying, Drake's smart, man. When it comes to paying homage, that was, that was a good move because we were, we were thinking about this, right? So comeback season first mixtape like he's like pretty boy in a peacoat in front of like some fall leaves and shit on the cover right, right? didn't really like have like a, a, a maybe toronto right very toronto and then so far gone it's just like a black cover with some letters and shit so still a little bit elusive what's what's this drake guy all about first album the thank me later uh i it felt rushed it got thrown together pretty quickly because there was such a buzz on Drake, and I don't know if he really got to sit and do the album that he wanted to. Is that what it was? I because I think he I even like that says that. Like, he album, feels man. like he didn't really yeah. get to deliver his debut he album. He broke his leg in the bay. On See? That album. There you go. Yeah, there <laughs> this story probably goes back to that accident. <laughs> yeah. But then Take Care is like the first front to back album to me that's like Drake takes the, the, the crown. Right. Of, in his lane and just goes does it just fucking goes i agree and hasn't really looked back since and he had obviously to take care of the record with rihanna i feel like you know rihanna at the time after she had done umbrella and then just fucking blew up right and then what was the record she did with eminem around the same time too uh, right Monster. is that that's yeah. what it was and i think that yeah. was around the same time that that the drake song with her the take care right so I think everything just started to fall into place, right? right? And then all of a sudden, it's Drake's world. And and you were saying this earlier, has he made a bad song? Ever. Ha like I don't think he has. Has, has he missed? I don't think he's Tone missed. Tone Tech, has Drake missed yet? And I, 
I personally think Drake has shot a couple of air balls, but his oh, shots oh. fired. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> where's the where's the cannon <laughs> shots right now? Damn, he he didn't even say bricks. He said this air balls. Air balls. Damn, Tone Tech. Hey, hey, that's just me though. You know that that's just me. You know, like like you know, we we had that little chat and a conversation earlier this week, and it's like he doesn't always make music for me but I appreciate that he still continues to make the quality of music that he does. And I feel that. once again, they not, might not be my flavor. They, they may not be my taste, but I'm going to respect him as an artist because he does got bars. The motherfucker can sing. And, and he, the ladies love Yeah, him. he's a triple threat. He is or a double yeah. threat. And he's light-skinned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, you know, Domino's jumping in. That. Domino's you saying, know, like, hey. Cut it out, bro. Hey. <laughs> He said, thank you, Tech. Hey, and then look, man, our homeboy John's tapping in, too, saying Tech ain't lying, though, man. So You got some air balls? I mean, oh, he, hey, hey. I, I'm going to just go ahead and Dude, say hey, I don't hey, hey. I don't think there's there have been air balls. I don't think so, either. Damn, even Varduch is oh, like, I'm hey, with Tech. Hey, hey. Damn. Damn. Dude, like, like we, we <laughs> saw him shoot at the Kentucky game pregame. He lined up like he was a player. We saw him oh, bro. Damn. He does the same shit in the studio once in a while. Oh. Damn. Hey, man, Domino saying Drake has some of the corniest bars. Damn, we're trying to do all love, no hate on the Hell of Years podcast. We are. Damn, and then my brother JB said, "Comeback season is pumpkin spice Drake." Oh my gosh, pumpkin spice with with the with the vanilla. He gave him the vanilla whip on top. Hey, that's a shoe cam for y'all, real quick, just because I I forgot about like bringing those in. So I'm representing my ducks today. I got some big news too now so i'm gonna go on the solo camera oh yeah young zach is a duck yeah big man. shout out, shout out to my i'm gonna drink a little block Thanks 15 even though this corvallis shout out to the beavers but Hello. uh young Hello. zach is an oregon duck in this bitch now i'm yes, very sir. i'm very happy about that shout so out to my i got the little pegasus 39s on representing my team right, right here you already you. know man that's big news man shout i'm excited to, to share that with y'all man yeah, bro shout out to me hey john huge news John, I'm with you, John. John, yeah. I'm with you. Hey, hold on. Maintain. Do you think you think he's airballed, bro? He's too quiet, bro. He oh, does. He, he, he does. does. He doesn't. Nah, I, yeah. I, I think. Nah, he. he <laughs> I think. I think. Oh, I does. think that I'm gonna tell y'all exactly how I feel. Oh, mm -hmm. oh, cheerleaders in here on the hating side tonight. Do that. Oh. Doesn't make music for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Music is subjective. Music is subjective. Has zero airballs in it. <laughs> oh, until all you cheerleaders can beat all that and beat him in a battle i don't want to talk about it domino don't count uh, hey i feel like so i didn't listen to it yet but i did sneak peek the video that y'all that's domino up in there huh man is he rapping this week bro <laughs> he's rapping this week bro. he's rapping this week domino i'm excited to play this man let's give it to him right now man here we go man check it out I know y'all been waiting a minute to hear the man spit Nina Simone Biles revolution flipped in land. I had to work for this gift. It wasn't handed, sold the field. Now I'm reaping just how I planned. Verbally bent, domino dead. The man split into separate beings when consciousness couldn't handle. 
Cold War raised me, ran the quiz gambit. So who could blame me? Shooting for gold like a clam. You never know just how underhanded a sneaky another man get when he ain't had shit or a toilet fed to go down. I turn the six on his head if you really wanna show down. Bar for bar if you really wanna go round. Even how I flip your whole sound, this shit is profound. I keep a nine all the time for the lowdown. That's enough. I gotta go now. I've been doing this, I know it's new to you Been rapping for hella years, got nothing to prove Been a day one, just ask my crew Sucking MCs, I've been gunning for you Don't sleep, cause the whole crew coming in too So quit running your mouth and start running your shoes All you dead skin cash, ain't nothing to bruise BGS down, don't be fun of the news Patience, perseverance, how I got this far Every time I touch the mic, gun cutting raw Radioactive warfare, better pray to God On God, I ride for my mom My other brothers, like Domino to be a Zach Or Lito or Sean Bryce, Kyle or Zach Back to the subject at hand I ain't nothing like your man, a man's pause Man, shit straight from God, ha Like the butcher coming in the lane, time for He's born the day before Halloween, I'm worse than Freddy In the daydream nightmare Probably in a fortunate hoodie Like I don't care Seek fortune, not fame Put some respect on my name Like the actress Sucker MCs as actresses Hella out-of-pocket actions I can read it in your caption I've been doing this I know it's new to you Been rapping for hella years Got nothing to prove Been a day one Just ask my crew Sucker MCs I've been gunning for you Don't sleep Cause the whole crew Coming in two So quit running your mouth And start running Domino, Domino, Trev, what's up, brother? Oh shit! Thank you. Oh shit, man. Hey, thank you. Damn. That hey, was a blast, bro. Hey, Shout out Domino, hey, man. Domino. My man JB said, man, fire, man. Fire. Erica's like, it's fire, man. Thank Keep you, it man, coming. Man. You know hey, what I'm saying, you. man? We you got blessed us. That Simone Biles line, right, JB? Man, that shit was great, fire, man. Kid, bro. Hey, man, that's, the, also, that's the first time we've seen Domino in, in the video, know, too, man. Just out here, like, blessing us, bro. What the fuck? I'm fucked up, man. He was blessed. Fuck. <laughs> what happened to the? T- Domino, can you hear it? I love how I Domino hear. kept the greatest here. That's a fuck up right there. That's not right. Let's go back. But it's not six. The fun of doing it live. Can y'all hear me right now? Yeah. I'm gonna try to play that again. The whole time without fucking it it out. I can't hear you maintain. So I muted work. you or something. Let's see. No, see, it's muted. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Hmm. Well, it's live. That's what we're going to have to play it next week. Fuck it. <laughs> You're trying to play it again. Yeah, I tried to play it again, but now I can't hear shit. And maintain is smiling and laughing, but like, I don't hear him at all. Oh, I think it's because I pushed these buttons. Yeah. Is that it? Hey, is that it now? Can you hear me again? Could you guys hear that the whole time and I just couldn't hear shit? Is that what happened? Yeah, Fuck y'all! Play the song play again, there. You heard you the whole time. I eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> we live, motherfuckers. Thank you, JB. I'm glad y'all can hear it. Damn. It's live, biatch. 
We used to do that shit on the radio too. Fuck it. That's what it is. Enjoy this fucking hip hop music right here, y'all. I know y'all been waiting a minute to hear the man spit Nina Simone Biles revolution flipped in land. I had to work for this gift. It wasn't handed, sold the field. Now I'm reaping just how I planned. Verbally bent, domino dent. The man split into separate beings when consciousness couldn't handle. Cold War raised me, ran the quiz gambit. So who could blame me shooting for gold like a clamp? You never know just how underhanded a sneaky another man get when he ain't had shit or a toilet fed to go down. I turn the six on his head if you really want to show down. Bar for bar if you really want to go around. Even how I flip your whole sound, this shit is profound. I keep a nine all the time for the lowdown. I should know. I gotta go now. I've been doing this, I know it's new to you. Been rapping for hella years, got nothing to prove. Been a day one, just ask my crew. Suck in seas, I've been gunning for you. Don't sleep, cause the whole crew coming in too. So quit running your mouth and start running your shoes. All you dead skin cash ain't nothing to bruise. BGS down, don't be fun of the news. Patience, perseverance, how I got this far. Every time I touch the mic, gun cutting raw. Radioactive warfare, better pray to God. Oh God, I ride for my mom. My other brothers, like I'm a know to be a Zach or Lito or Sean Bryce, Kyle or Zach. Back to the subject at hand. I ain't nothing like your man, a man's pause. Man, shit straight from God. Ah. Like the butcher coming in the lane, time for he's born the day before Halloween. I'm worse than Freddy in a daydream nightmare. Probably in a fortunate hoodie, like I don't care. See fortune, not fame. Put some respect on my name, like the actress. Sucker MCs as actresses. Hella out of pocket actions. I can read it in the caption. I've been doing this, I know it's moody. Been rapping for hella years, got nothing to prove. Been a day one, just ask my crew. Sucking MCs, I've been gunning for you. Don't sleep, cause the whole crew coming in two. So quit running your mouth and start running your shoes. All you guys ain't nothing to prove. BGS down, don't be front of the news. Nothing. We ain't, we ain't doing shit, man. Fuck it. That's fantastic right there. That shit is fire, bro. Oh, man. Do Scotty Trev, man. But then I know fucking dead air boots. Nah, okay. Hold on now. <laughs> fuck y'all. <laughs> we haven't said fuck a lot hey, this episode. What did you call it all? Fuck the fan? We, we missed yeah, the DFTL. Hey, hold on. I'm, I grab shoot cam real quick. We got, we got shoot cam shot. So look. So see these fucking buttons right here, these little green ones? I don't ever push those. And I guess I accidentally hit those because I tried to mute our mic so we could just vibe to the song. I pushed those. Right. So then all I heard was me and Filet talking. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't hear nothing else. So I was like, I, I think it's all, I think everything is off right now. Oh my God. Shit, that was hella funny too. Cause loud and clear. My brother JB, man, it's one of my oldest friends. Go back to like like 40 years, man, when we was just little, little right. itty bitty ones, man. And he had commented and said, uh, yeah, <laughs> on the radio, if you heard Dead Air, man, Paula would call the hotline. And so Paula was the owner of our radio station, The Bomb, uh, in Sacramento. <laughs> man, you were so right, JB. I forgot about that. I, I'm over here hitting filet like, bro, do you remember? If you had a Dead Air for like a second, she would be listening to the fucking station all the time and be on you. What is that? What is going on in my radio station? Y'all fucking around up there, and then you just had to do some. You know exactly what I'm talking about, bro. 
bro, dead air will fuck you up, man. I still yeah, laugh sometimes because this shit happens on radio stations. Less now because computers mostly run all this shit. But we used to manually oh, run all of our boards, right? You have dead air or you play a song with a cuss word in it and be like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> Fucking up the commercials. Fucking them all up, man. Like Barb was saying, man, I chop you up on the Vox Pro and I'll miss like a little section and then right. play it. And you're yeah. like, oh, that sounded terrible. Right. Oh, bro. God. Up. Man, just the, yeah. the hotline, the private hotline. Yeah. That, the uh, little strobe light go off. Go, you're shit. like, fuck. Yeah, man. You hate I don't think the light go off. Even understand how much work goes into like live radio. Oh, it used to be a lot, bro. Yeah, that shit was not like crazy. Like playing, like pulling the fucking music and shit, especially at the pool. Before we had a Vox Pro, we used to record our shit on mini discs, bro. And then look, even before that, and I remember VAR brought me up to Cameo one time, actually a few times, uh, even before like I was fucking with the bomb, right? right? And they had like uh like carts. They were like like little cartridges and shit. And like they used to cut tape and shit and, t- and put shit oh, together. Dude, dude. Did you guys ever cut tape, bro? Nah, fuck no. I, I was tape. I was just a couple years uh, like away from I, that, man. I had to cut tape in school, and that shit was the fucking worst, bro. And like, yeah, dude. Fucking slice your, your your fucking fingers with the razor blades, dude. Pain in the ass. I'm telling. Yeah, that shit would happen. Like wifey was saying, she had nightmares. When she couldn't get the CD to play, she used to run the Baker Boy show on the weekend, right? And if sometimes that shit that's would like dope. be a blank CD, and that's the third hour, you go to play that, and nothing is going on, man. That's crazy. Crazy as fuck, man. Man, that was fun thinking about some of those things. Yeah, that was. Live. See, that's why I really enjoy what we're doing here on Bro, the Heather podcast. Bro, you said Heather had a show? Or she programmed the show. She so she ran the boards on the weekends, but then she was on the morning show. She used to answer the phones for the Playhouse. That was our big fucking show out yeah. here in Portland, right? Shout fucking, out to PK and DK and uh, Dorian and yeah. even old school Ebro and yeah, and Sony yeah. and Scooter. You know, this is before Dorian and like yeah, Ivan and like the, we had squad Levine out here. Egypt, Egypt. Or, yeah. we had a fucking a baller ass morning show out here that got syndicated and they all have have done well that for themselves. Fun. It was a great time, right? And like Var was saying, man, see, he used to cut tape with uh, Larry Jackson up there at oh, KMU. Larry Jackson. He didn't he go on to like uh, J Records or something, right? Larry I think Jackson. He, I think Larry oh, yeah. Jackson went to J Records with Clive Davis and them. Right to a record label. Yeah. So this is a good time to segue into what we were going to just talk about because as we're we're talking about you know, fucking shit up on on the live little whatnot and how nice it is just to hang out with y'all and and just plans to grow this and and, and keep it going like we're like seven months in and just getting started and talking about drake and listening to some of these records and the success that he's had and the consistency that he's brought forth and i still don't think he's really airballed but right just gonna slide that in there Facts. but like consistency like he's done his thing he didn't hit the rim he didn't land every shot yeah he hit the rim though i'm just saying right <laughs> all right you go all right but Airball. but damn my my point is like how do we how do we hold each other accountable and make sure that we stick to our goals? And how mm. like when when you do something and you have a little bit of success, sometimes it's real easy to fall back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you do you're you're having a good time. Okay, you get comfortable for a minute. And we gotta we gotta figure out ways to not get too comfortable because if you're not growing, if you're not changing, if you're not if you're not uncomfortable. You're not moving nothing forward, right? right. I guess I'm going to start with you, Filet. I mean, just kind of taking that topic on, like, how do we continue to 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 push forward and persevere and stick to these goals that we're setting 
Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you, how do you find strategies in your life that we could share with people? Well, we have to learn how to pivot like in life. Well, because things constantly change and in part, and we have to learn how to evolve, evolve because things are going to constantly like move and change directions and we have to learn how to to be able to maneuver through like different situations and you know things aren't going to always go our way right and things aren't going to always be how we want them and we're going to fail and we're going to do things wrong and we're going to you know and things aren't going to be like because our like our fault right like it's going to be like look at the climate of the housing industry right right like interest rates crazy going and, up right? and you work in you work in construction and, construction and, and, yeah in in the housing right building industry i'm going to be affected by the housing market and that comes back to the willingness to pivot in, exactly. and the ability right and so i have guys that depend on me to make sure that they're working right and that also depends on me having work to make sure my family eats right and mm-hmm. yada 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 okay so we have to be able to pivot during a time to be able to Make sure not only are we doing the thing that we're doing, but make sure we're pivoting and doing other things and evolving and making sure we're in doing other stuff and 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 still being able to to kind of maneuver and do other 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 business, right? And I think so, it was the end of the Jay Z episode. You said we got to be like water, right? right exactly. JB was just was just chiming in, saying, you know, be formless, shapeless, like exactly. water. You put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. Exactly. And I remember that was the quote I was trying to think of with Bruce Lee. And like, you know, we're gonna get, we're always gonna have challenge. You know, right. we're looking at we've been talking the last couple of weeks and just looking at like our goals for twenty twenty three for hell of years and like, you know, we have so many ideas. And we're ready to try lots of things. And if something doesn't work, okay, cool. We tried that. Right. We look at it. We reflect. We pivot. We do something else. Now, maintain, you've been been an artist for a real long time. You've consistently been in the booth making music. It just continues to, to, I just love all, all the shit you do. But, like, you know, what can you share with people? How do you stay motivated? How do you stay, like, doing what you love and and and, and and not falling back and getting it's too that, comfortable. It's that I love it. It's not for accolades. It's not for uh, kudos. You got to love what you're doing. But um, I think deeper than that, with staying focused with anything is how I keep things pushing, bro. You know what I mean? There's a goal that can be accomplished. It doesn't have to happen overnight. And playing the game is more important than being like, I used to play the game or I wish I was playing the game. So stay in it. Stay focused. Now, Tom Tech, to you're you're a coach, man, and you've got a lot of young men that, um, you know, I think we we look at the the internet world and the social media world and this instant gratification oh. world, and that like they see, you know, every all the celebrities, all the fame, all the riches, all that right there on their phones, and and they want that shit right now. Like, how are you? Oh impressing this upon your athletes like uh what are you talking to them about about you know 
goal setting well, and, and commitment and that kind of stuff? I'm going to break it down to like um, just just a weekly. A weekly frozen something. You have a real nice face right there. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, he's getting his nickname back. Tone Tech. Nickel difficulties. <laughs> oh, is that better now? Can you hear I, me? Can you hear I mean, yeah. we can hear you. We can hear you. You're there. All right. So, um, I'm, I'm gonna just go back to like a weekly game plan, right? So, like every time that we play a team, we switch our focus on what we're gonna do so we can attack teams' weaknesses. Um, last week we played in the rain. It was a downpour, so a run game was heavy. You know, this week we have a different opponent. We're going to attack the weaknesses. We're going to see where we can find those chinks in their armor. And on a weekly basis, we are refocusing. We are repivoting. We are making sure our athletes understand and know why we're going to change these things up, right? So there's the the uh, quick fix, the, hey, we're, we're going to do this. But when we start the beginning of our season, we look at our team and we understand what our strengths are and what can we do for other teams. And every year that changes. It could go week to week when players get hurt. Right. So our, our focus has to be sharp. Our focus has to be maintained. Our focus has to be different. So when we face our opponents every week, we know how we're going to come out victorious, accomplish the goals that we want to accomplish and keep it moving forward. Right. See, that, I'm glad that's, that's one I, aspect. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm glad you brought that up because ultimately that's kind of what I want us to get to where we're talking about like, OK, you look at like a team and every week is something new and you study the tape and you pivot and you look at like, OK, what worked last week or what didn't. And then we adjust. And when I was on vacation, like literally this is what we do. Like at the end of the night, we like reflect on like how the day go, what could have got, what was frustrating, what, what do we want to avoid tomorrow? How do we change? How do we pivot? How do we try to make tomorrow better than today? Right. Right. Like how do we grow just a little bit tomorrow so that it's a little better than today? Right. And that's really like a good way to look at life too, as well. Like, you have to be able to to be flexible because, man, we're about to go through some shit, and and you're gonna have to be able to be very flexible and be able to be able to pivot on a dime, right? Because it, this shit is about to get very scary out there, mm-hmm. and the one thing we we can't forget. Um, especially as parents, um, I feel in my opinion is that we have little eyes on us. That's, that's watching us 24 seven and they're watching us and watching how we pivot and how we maneuver through everything, um, in life and how we handle these situations. Essentially we're giving them the blueprint, uh, for how they're going to handle situations like subconsciously. Yeah. So even though like, you know, they may not be asking questions, they're 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 fucking logging it in. Well, and if we're modeling that uh that behavior and showing that like you you have to adjust. It's a skill, like you have to practice it, right? Oh, you yeah. you have to like sh- like you have to be willing to to make change and to try and to fail and to do those kind of things. Right. And like my wife was just saying like when we were in in Disneyland, we called it plan j where it wasn't like plan a or b it was like right. some old other shit you right. didn't even know we were going to get to right. but we ultimately got there because we were willing to to try to pivot and to see where else we could go with right something. exactly like you, Bro, gotta, you like, gotta be able to do it and fail like i 
I have classes on a, a daily basis, right? So um, I, I have a game plan for every time I have a different uh, class come in and I'm teaching them about something. So uh, we've been studying Native American history. So I'm giving them the history of lacrosse, right? So the classes that I give for, you know, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth graders are different than what I'm doing for right. gardeners first and second. And then every once in a while, you don't know what's going on. One student will just go far off in the left field, and I got to switch the whole thing I'm doing because I got to make sure that every student is um, engaged, every student is paying attention, and how I communicate one class isn't going to be the same as how I communicate a second class. So you got to pivot, you got to understand, but at the end of the day, that goal is always teaching them something new, make sure they understand what they're learning, and they're mm-hmm. able to take it on to that next level and grow with those educational lessons. Right. And that's what we're trying to do, right? We're trying to find what it is in, in all of our lives uh, that motivate us and that that drive us and then identify yes. those things and then commit to them and go for it. Right. And I, I, I know execute. I feel like a few weeks back, Muggs was saying, you know, how many people just give the 7 out of 10 effort? And when I was with Maintain right. out at Wu-Tang, we were just talking. We're like, we feel like we're like 75% effort right now. We're like a 7.5, <laughs> right? And we're like talking amongst our, our HY family here on like 2023 is the year to go 10 out of 10. We have to. And rest in peace to my big brother buys one. But he yeah. used to say this. He would say, man, whatever the next year was, it would be like, man, 2010 is not the year to practice anymore. We can't. You know what I'm saying? Right. We can't. It's too short. We don't have enough time. So we got to make the most. And every single moment we, have we to get be in the now got to be in the now. Right. Plan J yes. make the shirt. Yes. I got you JB. So, um, I want to play just J a couple a great of letter. It is right. I want to play a couple of songs. Um, just some of our favorite Drake records. I want to shout out my brother nonstop. Um, we just actually reconnected just a couple of What's days up, back, man. Um, incredible producer. Yeah, bro. Met him when I first came out here to Portland. He did this record right here on uh, Drake's Scorpion album, which is 2018. Um, I love this record. And this is really kind of the theme of the show tonight, which is to elevate, which is to look at where we're at and to to do better tomorrow. So we're going to try to elevate this Hell of Years podcast with all of you. And we're really excited about that. So I wanted to play that record real quick. Um, I want you to talk about your favorite Drake record, Filet. This is Pound Cake. Why is it your favorite? Because this this record certified Drake for me because Jay-Z's on it. And Jay-Z gave Drake the stamp of approval for me. And it's a great record. And it's a fucking <laughs> great fucking record. So if you've never heard this record, please go immediately and download it. You don't need to fucking just go sample it. Go download it. You will enjoy it like I do. Pretty much every day I listen to this record Listen to that It's a great driving record This is a great fucking driving record I listen to this record every day Driving in my car Every fucking day Fire Fire Pound cake This certified Drake's rap Now now maintain You got a record That is off the same album Right right? That album After Take Care Right Um, Yeah Tell me a little bit about that Tuscan Little letter. clouds in the background and shit. You know what I'm talking about? Just a crazy record. Good samples. I like when things get chopped up. 
And Drake's really, I believe, he's a wordsmith, in my opinion. So every album, he's going to give you some shit. And it was one of these. I feel like, too, it's, 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 it's hard for me to, to, like, to say 40 and not mean E-40. Like, 40 to me is 40. the ambassador, right? right? There is no other 40. Right. But, like, Drake's 40, his producer slash engineer and all that, like, like we got to salute his production and everything that, Always you know, the sound that he does. To, to Drake. Right? Without, without 40, it might be a little bit different. We can definitely say that. Absolutely. Now, Tone Tech, you had a record you wanted to talk a little bit about, yeah. man. Tell me why you like God's Plan. I love this. And record. first of all, uh, God's Plan has a line in it that has been a mantra of mine since I first heard it. I don't want to die for them to miss me. I've talked about it on other episodes, and I think it's a very important line because it tells us to live in the moment with the people that we love and we care about. Right. Now, he has another line. He says, um, I've been trying. I've been moving calm. Don't start no trouble with me. You know, um, trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me. That's something that um, I really feel, right? Me and my wife were uh, talking in the cars as I'm explaining, you know, why I love this song. Mm-hmm. Said something to me that that hit home. She says, "You can never live peacefully if you still have hate inside you." And for a long time, I was a young man that had a lot of hate in my heart. And for me to to uh, move forward in life, not only in being a father but being a coach and all that stuff, I had to let that hate go. You right. know, so um, trying to keep it peaceful has always been a struggle for me, and it's uh, just something that rings true to me. When, when, when I hear these things. Man. Right. And we were talking a little bit about this before we started the show is that as Drake has matured and as the albums, like the content and the, even the song titles right. and just the, the concepts have grown from right. just some old, you know, Crazies. young and wild and having fun and fucking bitches in the club. And young and, and rich. Right. Young and rich, right? To like, like some dope shit in right. a record like God's Plan. Right. It's some shit that's meaningful. That Absolutely. maturity. Bro. That maturity, for exactly. sure. Exactly. Um, I ha- I struggled. What's that maintain? That it's still his confidence too. Oh, for he's sure. Very, oh yeah. yeah. He's very, very three sixty with what he's gonna give you. Yeah. Um, it was hard for me to just pick a Drake song I wanted to share. I mean, no, me too. Right? I couldn't pick I just one, but, yeah. but if I picked one, I had a few. I had a few. Yeah. So one I was walking balls. and I was listening. <laughs> you you didn't pick none of the air balls. I I was walking today <laughs> listening to Take Care and I was reminded of this song underground kings this, that like he spits on the, the song he spits but I, again i i'm my my favorite hip-hop records have a feel they have a like a it hits me i don't know it hits my nervous system in a certain way that i'm like like something about it just like moves my shit man i feel you on that that's how pound kick that's the right does right and this underground kings we just gonna ride to this for a moment This reminds me of like being on some hip hop shit when we're like 19. I know. Like sitting in the living room, rolling like 28 blunts and just blowing all night and just listening to the album like 70,000 times. That's what we did, bro. The feeling of just hearing some dope shit and just sitting and vibing to it, man. Come on, man. Do kids even do that shit anymore? 
get something that I deserve. That was back in the days. Accurate days. Them accurate days, bro. That for a legend, you say I just had to I had to hear that one time Drake is an incredible artist I mean hands down like he's one of the illest he's done uh, incredible work he's gonna continue to put great music out um I just uh, salute to that man dude I can't I can't do anything but just congratulate him and his success and I have enjoyed listening to nearly everything he has put out He's been doing it all for slam dunks. He's been doing it for a hell of years. Hell of years. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're going to wrap up. Next week, we are going to talk. Well, we were going to talk Ice Cube. And I still think that might be like what we kind of focus on. Yeah. But I mean, we had some big news and rest in peace to take off. Yeah. Um, just such a tragedy. My man was only 28 years old. But I love the Migos. I love the music they make. I love Takeoff as a solo artist. And I know my bro nonstops and a lot of work with him yeah. and the Migos. So um, just uh, another tragedy to gun violence. Yeah, but it's just, I think we need to talk about just that bigger issue, though. Gun violence? Yeah. I man. hate all the stories we I have, know, man. But, I hate it. But it's like, but it's something I think is just, we need to talk about maybe and just get yeah. it out on the table. Like, maybe like, like that, what we do about it. But like, like, what are we? Like, is it prevention? Like, is it. There's so much there. Like, right, right. Like, but. Dealing with the aftermath. Right. Yeah. That maybe that, like, right. Because there is, like, there's a huge mental part that's maybe not being dealt with because yeah. there is, like, a lot of families that are being destroyed. All right. You know I think I mean? we're going to do that then. Next so, week, we're going to jump into that topic, kind of a deep topic, but something that's impacted all of us personally right. and probably you as well. So, um, Tap in for that. I do want to thank everybody uh, for the birthday shout outs and the birthday love. I know, Maintain, you feel the same, man. We're just a couple of days apart. Some Scorpios that just celebrated. Happy Grateful birthday, for uh, another trip around the sun. Uh, Wife, you got me this fan fantastic town sweatshirt. Shout out to my homegirl, Liz, too. She, she got me laced with the little Wu-Tang. So, man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling lucky. Good. I'm feeling blessed, man. Fire. Boy, my head, it looks better with the hat on backwards. Let's just do it like that. All right, let's go around the table one time, uh, wrap up for the night. Tone Tech, any closing thoughts, my dude? And, hey, I just want to tell everybody out there, you know, when that time comes, always have a backup plan in your head because the minute you need to pivot, the minute you need to change your focus, you're not going to get all this time to do it. You have a split second sometimes to think about it. Make sure that that plan's always going on in the back of your head and that shit is seamless for you. Absolutely. Appreciate you, Tone Tech. Big Filet, man. Wrap it up for the night. I know you got something dope to share. I'm going to leave you with the three Ps. Oh. Prompt. Mm. Prepared. Ooh. And productive. Be prompt, be prepared, and be productive. Yes, sir. That's the goal for the week. Maintain, man. Closing thoughts for the night, my brother. Stay patient. Stay focused. Ooh, the four piece. Patient, too. That's a good one. Stay patient. Stay focused. Stay riding with us here on the Helly Years podcast. We appreciate you all. Again, we got a little website, hellyears.com. Uh, hit us up on Instagram. Anytime you see the solo shots, you see our handle. So please add us, communicate with us, talk to us, let us know what you're feeling. And uh, 
how we can uh, continue to make this something worth uh, tapping in for. Yeah, well, at, well, if they got anything they want to tap in or questions or topics. We had a lot of that tonight. And I want to thank for, every yeah, single person. Yeah, who, for tapping in yes. tonight for, or yeah. like anything they want to like, you know, anything for next week they want to yeah i mean i think i think we could get pretty deep on that topic next week and i think uh there'll be some good conversation so So tap in for that or email us you know what's the you know shout out the handle you know what i mean for where the email oh yeah well we need like a hell of years podcast at gmail.com what's that do we have we don't have that so let's go get that i got like zach woodruff at (laughs) gmail you got your email we're old Shit! You know how, <laughs> hey, you know how people know I'm old because I got a Yahoo email. My son would be like, "You can't tell people you have a Yahoo email." Why not? I know it took hella years ago to get that, bro. That's how, I, this is hella years, so hella I should years. have a Yahoo email. Yeah, that's fantastic. All right, we're a few minutes over, so uh, we're gonna call it a night. We appreciate y'all. We'll see y'all next week. All right, it's uh, a love. Hip hop is held. Peace.